guess what? We're starting with a cutscene! Oh no! Cutscene! <laughs> the tomb of Buskar is swarming from the outside with undead. And what's more, green flame is billowing out of the front of the building. This is not right. So that is why she has come. Her armor is a metallic ombre going from silver at the bottom to purple at the top. She has a shield with an elegant crest on it, and she draws her sword and sweeps it through two zombies at once, and they fall to the ground, and she marches into the building. And as she arrives inside, she's cast into blackness and then thrown into the same foyer that we have seen so many times before. There is a zombie here, slowly lurching forward towards... Is that a snake? It's a snake. There's a snake on the ground and it's banging its head against the door over and over. Bang, bang, bang. Trying to get through this door. Bang, bang, bang. She cuts the zombie through, runs, grabs the snake, sensing that it is a good presence, and stumbles through the next door. Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. Cremora's fate hung in the balance as Nim accepted a deal from the Devil Baramos. She would destroy the bell in the tomb of Pine Barrow and sever Busker from the mortal realm, and he would bring back Cremora. Jolene wouldn't stand for it, but the daring thief proved no match for projectile bears and agile ospreys. The bell was destroyed, and Cremora wrenched from the doorstep of the Black Gate. But the contract is only just beginning. Nim will have to destroy two more holy artifacts before the end of the season. But the party can worry about that once they find a way out of here. Signana, <laughs> you're in the, uh, the mortuary. You've just witnessed Cremora turn into a piñata. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and then be carried out by Nim, who didn't seem very happy with you and wasn't enjoying the festive party spirit. <laughs> Speaking of spirits, you got attacked by a spirit not that long ago. <laughs> Well, the piñata is not a piñata, and Cremora looks like the piñata. I'll work it out eventually. Of course you will, master. You are so smart and bright and smart. You're so bright. You know what? I don't hear that enough. Thank you for understanding my greatness. No problem, master. Now, onward to the door. Oh, doors. Alright. So now Nim said knock five times, but she knocked six times. So I'm going to knock five times, then six times, which Signana does, and then five times again, because it is obviously a riddle haiku. (laughs) And I step through the door with my amazing genius. Everything goes black for a second, and then it becomes painfully, blindingly white. And you are in a wide, empty, white space. Is this what swans look like on the inside? (laughs) (laughs) Am I inside my own consciousness? Hiya! 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 What? Did you you hear something? That sounded like... uh, Oh no. 
the sound seems to be coming from one very particular direction, and just very small shapes over that way. Very hard to make out. Well, I guess I'd better approach those ants. As you approach the ants, mm. they get much bigger, much quicker than you would expect. And the heya Ching! Ching! <laughs> continues. And as you get close, you see a knight. She has, she has dark skin and the most amazing purple and silver armor that you've ever seen. She's got this glimmering sword that she just hits into the white again and again. It just seems to hit the air and bounce off. By the honor of the night court, I wish to be free of this place. Ching, ching. Praise Bosca to you. You see on her shoulder is a little green snake. Oh, brother. It's so good to see you. This is the one I was warning you about. <laughs> Why, hello there. I was not expecting anyone else in this white, featureless void. Tell me, how did you end up here? I solved the haiku. <laughs> the haiku? Mm-hmm. There was a haiku to solve. Yes. What? See, there was something about five knocks, then six knocks, and then I was thinking, five knocks again. And I realized, in my brilliant flash of amazingness, it was a haiku all along. Uh, a haiku goes five, seven, five. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> listen to my bardic knowledge. No one is ever going to listen to your bardic knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the, the soldier sheaves her sword and holds out her hand. I am Cassandra, vanguard of the night court. Well, and my, you? I am Signana Cacklecast, and I go to do the kiss hand thing <laughs> with, like... The tardigrade-esque mouth is... <laughs> she just, like, keeps a very straight face as you do that. Wipes her hand off. Mm -hmm. An honor. <laughs> the honor is all yours. <laughs> she, she kind of holds her hand to her head. I can sense a presence here. One charged with dark energy. It's not right. There's something with you. Master, what are they saying, Master. I have no dear at all. There's only me, you, and Vanala. And then the other person. There's only three of us. Uh, who are you talking to? Are you holding the book, or is it just kind of wandering in behind you? I thought it was just, like, on my shoulder. Oh my god, you've got, like, a parrot book. Okay. <laughs> um, is that book talking? I mean, not words. It seems to just be clamoring endlessly. Well, just... haven't you ever done the thing where you, like, read, and then it's sort of, like, in your mind? She draws her sword again. Stand aside, fine citizen. That book is a foul presence. I understand you're not much of a reader, but books hold knowledge. You should go to your local library. It could be quite an informative experience. That book has menacing auras drifting off of its very form. It must be purged from this land. Uh, it just tells me the definitions of words I don't know. It's a dictionary. Well, maybe it should learn the meaning of justice, and she brings us down. Wait, she like so she's slashing on my shoulder. It's just the book, yes. But on my shoulder. Well, yeah, it's on your shoulder. I will dodge roll out of the way. Okay, defy danger, dexterity. That is a ten. You weave out of the way, and her sword hits the white, endless ground. Please, I understand. You wish to protect knowledge, but that 
book has no knowledge worth knowing. Well, you're just trying to cut my shoulder off. You wouldn't let me destroy the book? Well, I don't know. It talks and shit. That's awesome. Does it speak words to you? Yeah. Then it could be corrupting you at this very moment. Bookie, what do you say for yourself? Master, what's going on? I have literally no idea. <laughs> Frankly, we're both confused in this situation. I think we should just calm, sit down, have some halfling pipe weed, and just really just talk this out. What is halfling pipe weed? Try it. It's a very, very good concoction. Is it restorative? Yes. Well, very well. I am quite dizzy after fighting so many zombies on my way here. And I hand her the recorder and my last thing of Halfling Pipe <sighs> Alright. You've all been in a bit of a scrape. Things okay. seem quieter now. What are you all doing? Well, Cremor has probably noticed that Nim is, like, bruised and, like, yeah. split lip, probably, like, bleeding from her nose. There is a knife sticking out of your hand. There's, like, yeah, I got slashed wrists, like, blood just, like... What happens to you? That is a reasonable question. You're gonna fucking want this. And she, like, dumps the wine bottle into Cremora's hand. I hope you don't mind my saying, but you're in worse shape than I am, and I was dead five minutes ago. I just smile and two thumbs up, and then cheers, and down the potion. Yep, Cremora just... First time you've seen Cremora drink alcohol, and just downs it. <sighs> yeah, that's better. What did you do? There was a demon here, and the next thing I know, Cremora is alive again. What did you do? Now we have to go on a quest or something to go and destroy something? Something related to gods? Related to Kartos. It's Kartos's thing. I don't know. He called it the nested rock of Kartos. I don't, I don't fucking know anything about gods. I don't care about gods. I don't care if this busker never wakes up. You just condemned an entire religion. Their followers don't have that support anymore. Actually, at that, Nim's probably going to be like, fuck. Should have just like, left me dead. Don't take this the wrong way, but I think so too. I'm the one who said it. How on earth is it coming to this when I'm the voice of reason? They're like, not looking either of them in the eye. Do we leave? Can we? Yeah, we can. No, you can't. You really can't. Question. (laughs) What happened to the cultist? He's lying dazed on the top of the tower because a bunch of shit fell on him. Look, I'm going to go check on that fellow. Sip and talk about how much you hate me for a while, and I'm going to go up the tower. You go up the tower, and at the top, uh, you see a, a middle-aged man, covered in, in dust and debris. His eyes flitter open, oh, and he sits up and he looks around. I I did it! I, I destroyed the bell! I'm a lich! I'm invincible! A uh, buddy. Hate to break it to you. I'm a lich. You are. You do not, not speak to me out of turn. You are not a lich. I'm not a. I'm not a lich. But I destroyed the bell. I'm I, a lich. It's a contract. That's how contracts. Work. I destroyed the bell. You destroyed the bell. But why? No, my life's work. Now what have I got to do? Become a Look, investment banker? God. I'm sorry. I actually, legitimately am. I had to do it. I'm sorry. Are you okay? Physically or emotionally. Because I could be doing better either way. 
Do you want some help down the tower? Not from you. And he gets up and kind of starts staggering down the stairs. Nip's just going to kind of sit at the top of the bell tower. Just like, I fucked up. Yeah, I'm going to go up the tower. I'm going to follow up after Nim. I go up and sit down next to Nim. Thank you. Uh, I'd say you're welcome, but I don't know. I'm sorry. I've never met anyone like you, and I'm a selfish bitch. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, when I was young, my parents, they always wanted me to, to follow in their footsteps, and they wanted me to do what they did, and they wanted me to learn what they learned, but I didn't want to. I didn't think it was right, but I think I've changed a bit. (laughs) <laughs> you and me both. My parents didn't know what to do with me. I guess they'd be proud I cared about something. I think they'd be proud. Uh, I haven't seen them in years. What did your parents do? The Magnus family has been raising the dead for as long as anyone can remember. Ah, well that's awkward. Yeah, death. Um, She was interested when I came through. So... She's probably going to be mad, right? You don't cheat death. It doesn't work like that. Guess I'm a necromancer now. No, no, no. Not not in that sense. You've brought my soul back as whole as you can hope for. I'm going to, like, put my arms around her. I'm sorry, this isn't the end. And I mean what I said. You don't have to come with me. If we don't do this, you die. I'm coming with you. Down the staircase, a crumpled, defeated-looking Marrick sits down next to Jolene. Why'd you have to go and do that? You gotta have known that wasn't a nice thing to do. I thought you wanted to read my essay, and you destroyed my life. Okay, maybe I did destroy your life? Give me that, and he grabs for your (laughs) bottle. He's like, hey, this is mine! I need some. I got this by blowing up a dam! Hey, have this one. And she pulls out the, the last bottle of poison she has and then puts it oh, in his hand. She's like, Cheers! Cheers! Blink. And then he takes one sip and spits it. What the? What are you doing? What is this? Is it a wine? If it is, it's very off. Uh, Why don't you have a sip? I have my bottle right here. What are you talking about? Oh, and he just chucks the vial at the ground and it smashes. That's fine. <sighs> Although you kind of do owe me. I I owe you. Yeah, that's my bottle you smashed. That's my lichdom you ruined. <laughs> lichdom is overrated. And then you hear a door swing open. Boris, Boris, you've got to listen to me. <laughs> and two barley buff boys <laughs> come into the courtyard. One of them is holding a sandwich as the other one desperately follows after him. And they look identical to each other. Boris walks over to Marek and puts the sandwich down in his hands, and Marek's like, oh, thank you, servant, and takes a big bite of the oh, sandwich. Oh, is this your thrall? What have you done with my brother? That's a good question. What did you do with your brother? What are, I, uh, I, I utilized him. Uh, d- what's that over there? And he points the other way and then clicks, and then, and then you hear, well, where am I? Norris! Oh, Boris, it's so good to have you back. They awkwardly hug in their big buff boy armor. Oh, that's adorable. They, they, they come and sit down next to you. Hi. <laughs> Do you guys by any chance know how to get out of here? 
Oh, I know how to get into here. You ah. look through the big entry door. Oh, yeah, I'll look through the big entry door. It's really pretty. Oh, how to get out of here? Fuck. And then Marek, well, I mean, and until the ritual to summon the world-ending monster is finished, there's not going to be a way to get out of here, no. Huh. Yeah. What do we need to finish a world-ending ritual? Well, just time. They're working on it right now down there. Huh? Yeah. There's uh, more people down there? Oh, yeah, the heaps. Yeah, there's the Cult of the Ethereal Worm. Ah, Cult of the Ethereal Worm. Okay. Alright. Okay, <laughs> so when they finish down there, we all get to leave? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, honestly, I was banking on the whole lichdom thing to be able to make it out of here alive and, you know, live well in the new world after the Ethereal Worm has eaten and destroyed everything. Oh, okay. that sounds kind of fucked up. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna give you back your thesis! And she pulls out the thesis from her bag and dumps it in his lap. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was really well, it's good! It's not much use now, is it? Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Do you know how not. long it will take to a place, find a place with this much necromantic energy at once? I have no idea. But you can figure it out in the afterlife. And she backstabs him. Yes! Ugh, he dies. Oh, uh, yeah, yes! Okay. Look, I didn't like that guy, but, um, did you just murder someone? You can pick it up with him. And she wipes the dagger clean and gets up. She walks away. Oh, Boris, it's so nice to see you again. Oh, Norris, I, I can't help but agree. This is wonderful, just wonderful. I'll never run off into a tomb without you again. And I'll never not run into a tomb with you again. And they hug again. I think it's seeing Jolene stab Merrick. And murder him. Yeah, well, yeah. seeing Jolene kill Merrick, I'm like, we should probably... Yeah, we should probably... Go down and make sure Jolene doesn't hurt someone or herself. I mean, she's already killed. So let's just go down the tower. Yeah. We go down the tower. Ah, uh, she just, like skulls the rest of the wine and then smashes the bottle on the floor. Well, guess what? There's another fucking cult underneath us. Ah, uh, why? Hey, do you know what they're doing? I don't know. There's some sort of pact to summon the ethereal worm or whatever. It's going to devour everything. That why are they always trying to summon worms? Should we yeah, Should we, we go down and stop them from yeah. summoning the giant fucking worm? I'm gonna go down and kill every one of them. Yeah, we're gonna have to sort that out. Should we wait for Signa? I'm sure he'll be fine. Let's go. I took a claw to the throat and he did nothing. Fuck him. Norris stands up and says, Please, please, you've obviously dealt with whatever was going on here. And I want to escape too. I will lend my blade. My brother Boris, who's not well enough, but I, I can. Promise me one thing. Don't fucking die. You start walking along. So tell me about yourselves. I just made a pact with a demon. Still want to come along? Oh, that's right. Bad contract? Kind of like, glance sideways at Kamara. Blush. Not really. It was a terrible contract. Well, I had a bad contract once. You see, there was there was this guy near the blister wood, and he needed snakes. He needed lots and lots of snakes, and so I decided I'd get. Into <laughs> I decided I'd get into the industry of selling snakes, and so I bought all the snakes I could, and I started a snake farm. But then one day he just decided, oh, I don't want to buy your snakes anymore, and now I was out of pocket, and I had to sell my house. My wife Belinda left me. <laughs> 
Okay, behind everyone, Julia's just rolling her fucking eyeballs. It's just like, oh, oh the, fuck. The tone. Is... I'm gonna cry. Bring your Kumara back. This is what gets me. They're just scaly meat strings. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to explain snakes to you. Okay, cult to murder. Murdering a cult. Murder cult. Let's let's murder some cultists. You come up to the trap door. Um, it's been destroyed by something. It's dark inside. Not the same magical darkness you've seen elsewhere, but dark, unlit. So how are you solving your light situation now? I think there's mechanics I may not have explained perfectly at the start, so I'm going to do it now. You do have this idea of your adventurer's gear if you have that item, and that is just a useful bag of stuff that you can pull out in different situations. I believe Jolene is the only one. Okay, fine. We'll use one of my precious uses of lockpicks. I mean, adventuring gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining this bag is just stuffed with lockpicks. It's just lockpicks all the way down. And then there's just one torch in the middle, and you yep. just pull out the torch and a bunch of lockpicks fall out around <laughs> just it. Just like... general crime tools. <laughs> yeah, like... crime tools, some pliers, someone's teeth. Now I mean... <laughs> You pull out a torch, and you light it, and now you can see down the stairs, and you all walk down, and you see a couple of meters from the stairs a hammer. Jolene looks over at Nim. You remember it being sort of lustrous when you first saw it, but now it kind of looks old and worn by time. How heavy is it? Not that heavy. One weight. I want it. Okay, you get the hammer of Busker's Bell. There are tombs! Ooh, they're big stone tombs all along the walls down here. There are some bones scattered on the ground, and there is one tomb that has the top has been moved off of it, and that's fairly close to where the bones are. Nim's not saying anything. Eyes down, not making eye contact with Jolly. Jolly, like, kicks one of the bones and, like, stands on her toes to, like, peek into the the tomb. Yeah, you, you peek into it, and... Uh, it's empty. It, there's sort of dirt, I guess, and it smells kind of bad, like something that's been shut up for a really long time. Inside, there is the person's favourite object. What is their favourite object? Um, it's a magic dagger. Don't give me this <laughs> opportunity. You're gonna regret it. Okay, there's a magic dagger in there. She reaches in and grabs it. Hey, says the magic dagger. Hey, I'm Lenny. I was real bored in that tomb. Real bored. Who are your friends? Hey, friends. They can, you can all hear the dagger. Hey, I'm Lenny. Ah, <laughs> uh, I know that no one in their right mind should be taking advice from me right now, but I really think taking that's a bad idea. Nah, it's a good idea. I want to go on adventures. Take me on adventures. Oh, well, if, if it wants to go on adventures, you should probably take Lenny on some adventures. Come on! What you gonna do? Put back in the tomb? is gonna look over at Cremora and ask, what do you think? I mean, enchanted weapons are always tricky, sentient ones doubly so. Um, I think it's probably best if we leave it here. Oh, come on! I've got magic powers! What kind of magic powers? I can sing show tunes! Mm-hmm. Hello, baby! Hello, Madonna! Please Hello, leave it. Right? Please put it back in the tomb. Just put it back. Put it back in the tomb. She's smiling, at least. <laughs> Come on, I always get such a bad rap, just because my boys. 
And the dark energy that glows for me. Speaking of that dark energy, what do you really do? Carpentry, mostly. Oh, and then I accidentally got infused in a dagger. It's a long and tragic story. Oh, oh you mean what do I do as a magic dagger? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, one extra damage. And a talk. If I threw you, would you come back to me? No. Mm, that's fair. Okay, then. <laughs> no, please don't throw me. Oh, God, I'd get so dizzy. I want to feel the warmth of people's flesh. Mm-hmm. We are not taking the flesh-seeking dagger with us. That's a sentence. Okay. Jolene, put it down. Oh, come on! Oh, there's nowhere north is. It's that way. Oh, I can't point. Oh, fuck. Well, that's not very helpful. I know where north is. <laughs> you know what? I think I might take you. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, but uh-huh. if you annoy me, I'm going to leave you buried in the gut of whatever cultist is down here and leave you there. Not much of a threat, but okay. We descend into the tomb, <laughs> I guess. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's the thing. So there's no obvious onward way in here. Although one detail you do notice as you now make a more thorough search. There is someone chained to the wall on the ground between two of the stone sarcophaguses. Is there any notable features apart from that she's been chained up and is dead? Is she dead? Seems to be. For now, I mean, things don't seem to stay that long here, but... Uh, Nime, if you see the body, if you look, you saw the ghost. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look identical to the ghost, but it looks similar. Can I discern realities? Ooh. Are you discerning just about the body or about the tomb in general? Um, body. Eleven. What here is not what it appears to be. So she's wearing boots, and you notice there's sort of a false bit on the sole of one of the boots that you think you could pry open. What should I be on the lookout for? I guess the helpful thing to say here is nothing. It, it seems that whatever end this body met was, you know, was tragic, obviously chained a wall, but the body isn't that old. It feels like this person's spirit probably just went to rest. You don't get the sense that, you know, that this person is... Okay, then what happened here recently? Well, you get from the scenario around you that probably this person was in the house when the cultists came in and swept in, and so they were being held hostage and must have just not been taken care of properly and, yeah, passed away. Is she the guy? Like, is this the same woman? No. The ghost did say to you that she had looked over these tombs for a long time. Right. So you feel like this was probably the caregiver now, but the ghost was probably like an ancient caregiver. Okay. I'm going to like look at the boot and kind of pry off the... Yeah, you pry off the false part of the soul. It comes open and out falls a key. That's useful. I hold up the key. Don't know what this is for, but come in handy. And I hold it out to Jolie. Actually, yeah, looking around, does it seem like there's anywhere obvious that that would fit in the immediate vicinity, or is this like an external key? Uh, these just seem to be tombs. Can I discern realities with my terrible wisdom? Like, the tomb, this area, like looking for secret passages. Looking yep, for... sure. Um, okay, let's look at the book. That is a five. So... Oh, the chest! The box! Don't for... Yep. Okay. Good to know. Unfortunately, you just rolled a five. Yep. None of us know. You're back. Funny, that. Feels cold in the room. How did you come back? Good friends, I suppose. You brought her back? In a sense. It is better to go to rest than to be restless as a spirit. 
Yeah, well, it was a restless spirit that killed her in the first place, wasn't it? And I kind of stepped in front of her. Precisely. It's not a good way to be. I'm alive enough for now. You took my progeny's possessions after her death. You're no different to the people in this tomb. I couldn't really give a fuck what you think of me. Coldness sweeps over the room and all the lids come off all the sarcophagi and you hear the rattling of bones. (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. Thanks for listening, cutie. Follow us on Twitter at Queer Dungeons for more fun content. We'd love to hang out with you. Thank you to this week's Kofi supporters Melody the Horse and. Mm, some hermit crabs. Oh, don't worry, my family are out of pets now. Hope you had a safe holiday season and all the best for the new year. Bye bye!